Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Halton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. I hope you are doing well. It has been a busy September and I suspect for many families out there they are feeling exactly the same with kids going back to school. Things have been busy here in the Houghton household as well. And I'm going to be touching on this in this episode. But before I do, I want to announce to you guys that I've managed to organize with a couple of other people in the FIRE movement an online FIRE event. We're calling it the very first Irish online FIRE event. It is going to be taking place on the 26th of September. It's a Saturday afternoon. And we are going to be running an event with five different speakers over four hours. So I will share the link in the show notes. You can also just go and visit firehq.ie. And tickets are 20 euros, which, yeah, quite frankly, for the amount of content that is going to be there is a bargain. The money will be used just to pay for some of the speakers. Uh, I've mentioned this before on the show, but any money that I make from the event will be going directly into covering the cost of the podcast. So please get behind the event. I know some of you reach out and often ask me, look, is there any way that I can help support the podcast financially? This is it. Please, please, please sign up for this event because it will mean so much to me just to know that uh, you guys are keen to to hear more and it's going to allow me to cover off so much more than I can in podcasting format. I am planning on sharing what I'm calling my untold story of my journey towards financial independence because I don't always give everything away on the podcast and look, nobody should get too personal, but at an online event, I can go into far more specifics about the, I guess, the full history of my story and and the good and the bad. And, and look, there has been a lot of bad in there. And so, you know, learning from my mistakes will save you time and money. I promise you that. So please, if particularly if you're early in your financial independence journey, then come and join us and it will be of great value for you. Today's episode is titled, What's Your Sacrifice? And it's been a little bit of a wake-up call for me and, and our family recently around some of the strategies that we've been making in terms of financial independence. And I think some of the strategies that I've adopted have been largely counterintuitive towards becoming financially independent. And yeah, we often talk about it, the FIRE movement is different from true, truly just financial independence. Because if we were all trying to just become financially independent, we would basically limit our expenses to virtually nothing. We would just work and work and work and work, and we would have very little lifestyle to show for it. So that RE side of FIRE, that sort of time freedom movement, tends to get in the way a little bit. And sometimes it just gets a little bit too much in the way. And I think that's largely what has happened to myself. So I spoke last October, November in relation to becoming semi-retired. And that's, look, that's been great. It's, it's been almost 12 months now in terms of just working two and a half hour days and things like that. But everything has a sacrifice, right? Everything has a sacrifice. And me adopting that lifestyle has meant that I haven't actually been able to take any personal time off. I became the Mexican fisherman right, which is all well and good, but I still had to get up every day and go to work. And if I didn't, I wasn't going to catch a fish, and so our family wasn't going to feed, you know, metaphorically speaking. 
And so the lifestyle decision wasn't as ideal as it could be. We were not truly financially independent. And I would say as much we were not truly even semi-retired because I think the the real definition of semi-retired is you at least have some other form of income coming in. And we were still at such an accumulation stage of our portfolio. So I started asking myself, right, am I sacrificing the right thing here? And I reflected on it a little bit and I thought, well, maybe I'm not. And so I started to say, well, what other sacrifices could I be making? To date, I've always looked at financial independence in a 12-month time frame. I've never really looked beyond that. And I think I've been scared to look beyond that because the truth is financial independence doesn't just take five years. It takes a long, long time. And unless you're going to do it in extremes, it is going to take 10 years plus. And so it's a matter of kind of looking at the bigger picture sometimes and going, right, what if I were to start from the end point and work backwards? How long is this thing going to take? How long am I going to be sacrificing for? And so I sat down and did those numbers. And thankfully, there's a few good online resources to help you calculate this stuff, right? And there's a few numbers that we can use that we feel are fairly safe bets in the long run. So one of those numbers is an after inflation return of 7.1%, right? And it's based on traditional index fund market returns, if you like. And then we have the oldie but the goodie, the 4% rule. So we know roughly that if we get 25 times our expenses, that we should in most cases, find that if we start withdrawing 4% of our portfolio every year for the rest of our life, our portfolio should outlive us. So that's a 4% rule. And look, early on, I ignored it. I I didn't want to even think about having having to build a portfolio of 25 times my expenses because you're talking 800,000, a million euro in terms of trying to put that aside. And when you're in your mid-30s and you've sat on your hands for 10 years doing nothing about your retirement or anything like that, it's something you just don't want to hear. And look, I'm sure there's going to be listeners that don't even want to think about how hard it's going to be to put together a portfolio of 800,000, a million euro plus. But the reality is that's what we need. That's just reality. To do this properly, we're going to have to get there and find a way to do it. So I started looking at ways and working backwards, if you like, from traditional retirement. So I started with 65 in mind and I thought, right, what do I need based on a 7.1% return to get there to a million euros? And thankfully I was there or thereabouts already based on my pension contributions. So for the last 12 months or so, I've been putting in a thousand euros a month into the pension. And if I were to continue doing that until age 65, then yes, I would have a good retirement. But guys, this is the FIRE movement, the RE side of FIRE, which says that we must aim for early retirement. So how does that look? Well, I again calculated the numbers. And I discovered that if I were to put two and a half thousand euros into my pension pot per month for every month for the next 14 years, then yes, I would get there or thereabouts. And at age 50, I can start taking contributions from my pension. Now, I should just mention for those who aren't aware, I am self-employed and I do have my own company. And the Irish pension system is extremely generous to those who are self-employed and have their own companies. So I can allocate as much as 100% of my salary a year into my pension, which gives me a massive, massive advantage, obviously. But that doesn't mean it's the only way, right? There are, of course, other ways. And thankfully, I have friends who have done it other ways. They've done it through property. They've done it through ETFs. They've done it in all sorts of other ways. So there is no one way to do it. I think the key is finding the way that works best for you. So I asked that question again, what would I need to sacrifice to do that? And the answer was, well, I would have to remove this semi-retired lifestyle for a few years and actually pull my socks up and actually get back to work a little bit harder than I have been. Because I've been largely sacrificing 
our own capital. I've been, you know, we've been living like paupers as a family for me to work as little as possible. But yeah, that's great. And that's well and good for a few months. But after a while you go, right, you know, maybe I need to be doing more. And there's this kind of need to want to provide for your family and actually build wealth. And when you're not building wealth, I think when you don't have a plan, you know, things start to start to go wrong. And they have this year for me. I haven't had that clear plan. And so, yeah, it's been funny to see that my investment portfolio hasn't performed as well as it has in previous years because maybe I haven't been on the ball as much as I have been in previous years. And so, you know, it's all kind of important and, and it relates back to that question, what are you prepared to do to actually make this happen? Now, for some of you guys, it might be that, hey, I need a house hack. I need to put a flatmate in or a couple of people to live with me to actually make this happen, right? That's a sacrifice. Not all of us would want to live that lifestyle and have to put up with other people living in our comfort zone, if you like. But maybe it's a sacrifice that needs to be made. And thankfully, as I mentioned, there are tools available for this. So the Mad Scientist has a particularly good FI calculator. And I've been playing with that recently. And it's been great in terms of being able to put those numbers in and has a motivator to try to go, right, come on, let's do better next month. Let's crunch this again. Right. We had Ken on the show in the last episode. And he asked a question. How could you build wealth? from two hours per day? That was a really, really good question he asked. And that was really one that I I thought a lot about. And look, I've tried plan A, which was to build scalable businesses. It hasn't worked for me, right? Or at least there's no guarantee that it's going to work for me. So I started to ask the question, what is a guarantee? And the guarantee is, look, if I can build wealth and I can move capital that I earn from being a web developer into my portfolio and work a little bit harder and work a little bit longer knowing that, look, I'm building the capital that I need, that maybe in five years' time, I can just cruise my way to FI, right? That old coasting FI analogy. And when you actually look at the various ways to do it, I would encourage you guys all to take the bigger picture and go, look, maybe this is what I should be doing. Maybe I should be building that portfolio, that pension portfolio up as much as possible, knowing that I can just sit back and relax, knowing that, hey, long-term retirement's sorted. And now we can work backwards from there. Now we can work harder to know that we're now taking years off our traditional retirement, knowing that we can now hit early retirement. I think this is, you know, I often get the question, Mike, you're great at telling me why I should retire early. You're not great at telling me how I should retire early. Well, here it is. Work backwards from your traditional retirement. Start at 65, know where you need to be, and then start taking those years away. And eventually you're going to catch up to the present day. So I have... And with the kids going back to school, I have made that decision to actually start working harder. It pains me. It pains me. I am utterly miserable when I am programming. But the truth is, I have no other choice. I have to dig myself out of a hole. I have some ambitions for what I would love to do when I'm no longer a programmer. I've already started some of those ambitions. I've talked about the passion projects in the past. I've been actively involved in producing and developing hockey clubs in North Munster. I've launched a woodland co-op or a native tree co-op in terms of planting trees. So if you guys remember back, I think in February, I launched Forestry Crowd. That's now evolved into something so much bigger and so much better in relation to forming the co-op and and the transparency in it and everything is is just fantastic and the people that are involved are great. So I've done those passion projects. It's been great in terms of utilizing the last nine months or so to actually get out and do things, which has been great for me. I don't regret a single day of moving into into semi-retirement. I think we should all do that at one stage in our life. But at the same time, I started asking that question, can I be more productive? 
can I actually sacrifice something that I don't like doing, knowing that it's going to give me every option and everything that I want in terms of being able to go and you know, maybe become a hockey coach, maybe become a hockey development manager, maybe work in the Woodland Co-op full time, but be able to take a significant pay cut, knowing that, hey, retirement's sorted. You can relax about that and just cruise your way to early retirement. I am going to be covering this and so much more at the FireHQ online event on the 26th of September. So if you are available, and even if you're not, you can catch the recording. I would highly recommend checking it out. I am going to be challenging everybody on that event to adopt a system that I have come up with that I think we can all do if we start asking ourselves the right questions. I will link to that in the show notes. As always, guys, I appreciate your support. Look after each other out there and uh, think of me as well, slaving away, working and building that capital because I now have a real clear mission and I would ask each and every one of you to ask that one question, am I willing or what am I willing to sacrifice to achieve financial independence? As always, if you have any questions on this episode, feel free to reach out to me at michael at firepodcast.ie. If you're a big fan of the show, why not become an Irish Fire Podcast member for free? Members receive access to inside information that isn't shared on the podcast, as well as regular updates such as a monthly newsletter. To become a member, visit www.firepodcast.ie.